published author yes go ahead go down to amazon and go or on your kindle and go look up dominic's words by ceo spoken king yes it is a good story and the way i did this book is pretty awesome because i mixed in poetry with a novel and a story that's that got a good plot a good setup and stuff like that. Hey, look, my phone even went off and said, you know what? Let's just start celebrating on it right now. So yeah, go ahead and go to Amazon right now and go get your copy of Dominic's Words by CEO Spoken King. Alright, till then y'all, y'all have a beautiful blessed day. The King now.
yes, it's that time where I interview a very special guest right here on the Tea Corner, brought to you by T-Line Beats Production. And now let's go. Hello, y'all. This is CEO Spoken King here. And today we have a special person here today. We have Miss Jackie Naiman Jones here. And she's an actress and she being a part of us of, of Nike movie that was on Mystery Science Theater. You know, a, a show that I grew up on. I got meant, you know, shoot. I don't know what kid in the 80s or in the 90s did not grow up on Mystery Science Theater. Because, <laughs> you know, that was like where we got a chance to see like, like all the cool, you know, cult classic, you know, shows and stuff that people was making fun of at that time. But, yo, we was looking at it as it was pretty cool. So, <laughs> yo, that's awesome. So, yeah, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's, it's great to be here. Thank Hey, no problem. No problem. So what got you into acting? Well, I would say that that role in uh, Manos, the Hands of Fate in 1966. My, my dad was invited to star in that film. Uh, it was a local El Paso, Texas film. And uh, they needed a child, and he happened to have a child. And they needed a dog, and we had a dog. And they needed they needed an artist, and my dad was an artist, and they needed oh, a seamstress cool. to make the costumes. And so my mom did that. So to me, it was really a almost a family movie. <laughs> oh, that that's awesome! That's awesome. And like like I was saying in that long monologue right there that I gave for you, <laughs> uh, like like it was it's pretty awesome that you are that that the movie is actually a part of you know the the uh, mystery science theater um, three thousand because you know, like I said you know like that was the show that I used to watch as a kid. Because mm-hmm. the puppets and stuff like that, they used to make me laugh. But, <laughs> but you know, I got a chance to see like all the cool movies and stuff, like you know, like the movies that used to be shown back in the fifties and the sixties and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, like most, like some, some of the parents would make fun of it because they remember watching it as kids. But here I am looking at it like, yo, yo, this ain't scary, but. It, yeah, I had to remember when I got older, you know, that was scary in y'all time and stuff like that. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and as I got older, those, those movies became iconic and, you know, I love watching them. So, yo, I just want to say thank you for giving us some good iconic movies right there, you know. <laughs> well, you're you're welcome. I, You know, if it weren't for Mystery Science Theater... Monos, the hands of fate would have disappeared forever. Oh yeah! When it showed at the 1966 uh, premiere, which the anniversary is coming up soon, it's uh, November 15th, 1966 was the premiere, and it showed one time. They had a big, you know, with uh, the lights 
scanning the sky and all the actors were dressed up and there was a limousine and it was a big deal and and then the movie started and it was so horrible and everybody that was in it was so humiliated and embarrassed that that uh, the theater canceled the rest of the run so it only showed one time and then it just disappeared for 27 years so if it weren't for mystery science theater i never would have seen it again oh yeah oh yeah and that that's why i like about that 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 show man because it was showing you movies that you did not actually know about or heard about but you know because they was into the cult classic movies you know they was like hey we gonna show this today you know yeah. this is a good movie you know hey this is a good movie too so i i, I love i love that show for that reason yeah and the way they made fun of the, the films was never cruel it was yeah. always in fun and uh when it when it became famous it was just perfect for me because i come from a, a little bit earlier um history of there was a a group that had albums back mm -hmm. in the the 60s and 70s called uh, mr or, or called fire sign theater and they were four guys that that did a similar thing they didn't make fun of movies but they just had really clever albums and uh, my best friend and I just loved them and we drove everybody crazy because we memorized them so so when Mystery Science Theater came along and did this film I I could identify with it immediately these are my people you know I I yeah. love the fans of Mystery Science Theater <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah, man! I wish that they would keep that show going and stuff, cause that 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 was a good hit right there. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. So, what else are you doing that you would love to tell the the crowd about, you know, and stuff like that, the audience about? Well, I I do a lot of different things. I'm a professional artist, and I. Oh. I raised my kids as a self-employed artist. I did um, awesome. uh, interiors for like 25 years. I did uh, faux finish, like wall treatments. I could do marbling or wood graining or plaster finishes. Mm -hmm. And so uh, murals and that's, uh, oh. I did that for many, many years. And then now that I'm getting older, I really, don't want to climb ladders or scaffolding anymore so i'm doing my own art i have i have an etsy store and uh i have a studio space that i'm creating out of i'm i'm also teaching painting classes you've probably heard of the they call them paint and sip parties like at bars oh, yeah. and restaurants where yeah yeah I, I heard of them yeah so i've been teaching those for about six or seven years and and I love doing that. I love introducing people to art. And I've been making more film too. Um, five years ago, I produced and starred in and co-wrote uh, the sequel to Manos, The Hands of Fate called Manos Returns. 
and um, and it's available online and and on our website monos returns um i wrote a book i wrote a, a book called growing up with monos the hands of fate it's a behind the scenes book and i'm very proud to say that i have four and a half stars on amazon so it's a really good book about a really bad movie <laughs> oh yeah man yo man and and you know that's just awesome that you could that you turn turn that movie around and stuff and i mean it's just awesome but also yeah. let's uh, let's talk about like yo the murals because i'm over here because i'm an art fan oh so i'm like mur murals <laughs> huh? what yeah so, well i'll tell you the one that um Unfortunately, it no longer exists. I just found out. But um, one of my proudest murals is I painted the uh, the ceiling of the Navy Nautical Museum in Vallejo, California. Oh. And I painted it with my business partner. It was the night. It was a reflection of the night sky, the night that Mare Island opened and mm. and so the whole time we're up on the scaffolding painting all these stars <laughs> and and galaxies uh we've got navy people who know the sky critiquing us and and they liked it so that that makes me very proud but yeah i've done a lot of murals i my favorite thing to do was uh marbling i could i can paint I can paint a surface to look like any kind of marble. If you just show me a piece of stone, I can recreate it. And uh, I love doing that. I love doing plaster finishes. And it was it was great. I always said that I, I got paid to exercise because I was constantly up and down ladders and carrying gallons of paint and plaster. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So yeah yeah because i was going i was going to ask you what was your most impressive uh work that you ever did and you already answered that i'm like oh, okay. oh good nice 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 hey have you ever done like murals of like people and stuff yeah i did one uh, about 12 years ago i guess for the uh school here i live in a very small town mm -hmm. in western oregon and uh I mean, it's only a thousand people. The whole school district, kindergarten through twelfth grade, it's mm -hmm. under two hundred kids. Yeah. Um, and so I started the arts council, and I raised money and wrote grants, and was able to raise some money to get a to do a mural. I did a mural on the uh, the playground on the side of the one of the sheds of the playground at the elementary school of kids playing and and I got the kids to get involved a little bit and I really love doing that I love teaching and I love working with kids and inspiring them oh hey, that's a blessing that that truly is a blessing and we need more people like that in the world you know to go ahead and raise up the next generation right yeah. yes indeed yes indeed so 
I, I mean, I like, I got like when I found out that you do artist stuff, I was like, wait, she's an actress, she's an artist. Well, <laughs> I'm like, yo, like, like you, you, you hit on both sides. I'm like, awesome. Especially when you went to the art, I was like, okay, all right, now, okay, we gonna have to dig a little deeper in this. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, my dad, my dad was an artist. Not, um, he yeah. did beautiful work. He did. If you watch the movie Monos to Hands of Fate, probably the yeah. best part of it is the, the artwork. So there's sculptures, hand sculptures. He made those. Mm -hmm. uh, he did the painting of the master and the dog, uh, Torgo's staff. He made that. So my dad worked in, um, he worked in paint and wood and he had his welding set. He, he would weld metal and clay and uh he had this little rock house it was made of river rocks in el paso in our backyard where he did all his work and i just remember from being like from four years old just wanting to be with him and watch him so he let me sit in the studio and i just learned to be very quiet and i would just yeah I would watch him work and oh. uh, when he was in the theater he always played the lead role of uh, like he played rp mcmurphy and one flew over the cuckoo's nest and he played king arthur and in camelot and you know he did a lot of a lot of big roles and i loved hanging out at the theater so yeah and it, I learned it, how to read by helping him run his lines. So creativity mm -hmm. was bred well, to me from the beginning. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. See, see, you sound like how I am with my poetry. You know, oh, poetry. yeah, 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 because I'm a poet and everything. And that, that's, that's what, that's, that's why when you say something about doing murals and stuff, I said, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we gonna have to get into this because you know poetry and art, you know, go hand in hand. Absolutely, I love yes. to see your work. Uh, yes, indeed. Hey, uh, I got, I have a book out right now on uh, Amazon. It's called Dominique's Words. By oh, okay. Yo, you just type my name in, and it will pop right up. I will. I will look at that. Yes, indeed. But yeah, I mean. Yeah, I, I was like, oh, man, this is awesome. Okay, so yeah, I could, I could tell that with um with you, that you yeah you was just like me. Like I was bred almost to be either in music or in like writing something. Cause my my dad he was a poet. He used to write and stuff. And then later on, I found out my mom was a poet too. So. Wow. It's already in the bloodline. Right? Yes. <laughs> and my mom, she loved to sing and she used to take me to uh church all the time. So that that gospel blood was was getting deep into my into my bones and stuff. So, <laughs> nice. and so, yes. so I was like, yo, I could see the connection. Yes. I'm like, yo, your dad, your dad was really uh, a special person in your life. Because he inspired you to go into acting and also do artistry. That's yeah, all. He, he taught me that, you know, if you can think of it, you can, you can create it. 
I, you oh, know, yeah. I, I love a challenge. I love when, and that's how all of my businesses took off. Was somebody would say, "Hey, have you ever, have you ever done this?" And I'd say, "No," but then I'd start thinking about it, and I could imagine how it could be done, and then I just have yeah. to try, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, and that—that's the beauty of having, like, a very artistic mind you know you could it, it feels like you could create your own world yeah. in this world and stuff and you don't have no boundaries and yeah. that, that, that's why i like about you know doing poetry because i always uh, i have one poem where i where i described a poet just like a painter oh you know i was saying that you know pretty much our imagery of life is different than the regular person that walks through it. And because we don't have no boundaries and stuff, if we see a challenge, we're going to go out and do it or something like that. We're not afraid to like jump off the cliff, how people would say. (laughs) Yeah, you're not afraid to to walk around it, to look at it from different angles. Exactly even walk backwards into it you know however it has to be (laughs) yo yeah i i remember i remember i said that i remember i said in that poem that many people think there's a glass ceiling when the ceiling being crushed by somebody like me and the reason why i said that was because i was thinking of you know of a poet of a painter of a artist you know anybody that's in music or painting or you know poetry mm-hmm. we breaking the walls that that we once was taught that was the glass ceiling and you know you, you could tell people hey come this way yeah. but you know, it's that fear factor you know what i'm saying oh, but yeah. I just, yeah i, I like i like when i talk with another artist you know the conversation gets a little deeper because you will actually understand about breaking that glass ceiling. We're like, hey, oh, if you try it this way, it may work. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it may seem far fetched, but it works out in the end. So that's why I like, I like that. I like that. Because perspective is everything, and you know, as I get older, uh, I'm just realizing more and more that. Uh, you know, none of us gets out of here alive, and uh, there's just so much more I want to do. There's just so yeah. much I want to do, and 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 I push myself too hard so many times. So now I'm just I'm finding a balance where, yeah, as long as I'm moving forward, even if it's a little bit, and and mm-hmm. in the long run, what's happening is I'm moving forward a lot faster because I'm putting less pressure on myself i'm opening my mind to more possibilities exactly exactly yeah i like that vision i like that vision i wish more people would think on that vision more than what they what's going on right now you know with it's a a rush factor you know what i'm saying yeah i I was just watching a i love documentaries i was just watching a documentary on uh, the last shaman and um, mm. and I can't remember what country it was in but um, 
it was just really interesting this this young man uh, went to this other country to to learn about shamanism and um, mm-hmm. just I don't know he the way he was talking about that culture and this little village and how the kids were playing soccer and how people were just happier they were more relaxed because they weren't raised like we are in these western cultures if you you have to be uh you have to become something mm-hmm. you know there's all this pressure to become something and i think that just stops so many people from creating it all yeah yeah it really does it really does because uh like like i could use me like as example you know what i'm saying um you know at first i wanted to pursue something in a different field yes and it did not work and so i became this person that was a searcher you know what i'm saying so i was like searching each field to figure out what it was that i wanted to do in life uh-huh. when all this time you know since the age of 16 I've been writing and writing and writing just saw that something fun. Yeah. Nice. But but recently, like as I got older, I just realized and I told my wife this, you know what, I'm just gonna go back to the one thing that I considered as fun and see if that would grow. And and you know, at first I used, you know, Facebook and Instagram as, you know, a little thing to like measure of like what what people was attracted to and so and sure enough it was my poetry that everybody was just wanting to see uh, over and over and over again i said well i'll be man well, so that, 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 that's when that's when i just went you no know, full force with the whole being a poet and stuff like that finishing my book you know setting my eyes on this and at some like how you say some days you feel like you're not doing much, but if you just take one step forward, you know, that's a game. And yeah. that, and when you said stuff. that, yeah, and when you said that, I was like, yo, was she look, looking at my life? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the more I've been doing that lately, the more I've noticed these things that I, I use the quotation marks in the air, I go, coincidences. There's yeah. no way that all these connections and all these things that are happening are coincidences. Yeah. It's well, mani- excuse me, manifesting. Uh, it's okay. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Man, I'm just, I, I have enjoyed this interview because I'm like, yo, I, I just get I just get this way where I speak with somebody that I find out that's a poet or an artist or something because because pretty much you know we think alike and stuff and when i mean artists i mean people that paint people that write music and stuff like that because we connect on a different level you know than you know everybody else and stuff so i i really have enjoyed this conversation me too i i look forward to to looking at your poetry 
okay, yo, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm definitely gonna go and re and rewatch this movie right here. <laughs> yeah, yes. and, um, I think I sent you some links for my um, Etsy Etsy store and my um, my YouTube channel, so you can see some of my art. Okay, we'll do, we'll do. And yes, indeed, y'all. Please look up. Please go look her up, Miss Jackie. Naaman Jones, go look her up on YouTube. Hey, y'all go support. You know what they always say. You know, like, share, subscribe. You already know the deal. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, to you, ma'am, you have a beautiful, blessed day. You too. And uh, a real pleasure. It was wonderful speaking with you. Uh, yes, indeed. Hey, y'all, I'm CEO Spoken King. And we sign out till next time, right here on the T Corner. What up, y'all? How y'all doing today? Yeah, this is CEO Spoken King right here. And I want to say one thing. Not also am I a poet, but now I am a published author. Yes, go ahead, go down to Amazon and go or on your Kindle and go look up Dominic's Words by CEO Spoken King. Yes, it is a good story. And the way I did this book is pretty awesome because I mixed in poetry with a novel and a story that's that got a good plot, a good setup, and stuff like that. Hey, look, my phone even went off and said, you know what? Let's just start celebrating on it right now. So yeah, go ahead and go to Amazon right now and go get your copy of Dominique's Words by CEO Spoken King. Alright, till then y'all, y'all have a beautiful blessed day. The King now.
What up, y'all? It's that time. My favorite segment of the show. Y'all already know I am a poet by heart. So, with no further ado, here's another exclusive poem by Mr. C.E.O. Spoken King. Right here on the Tea Corner. Brought to you by T-Line Beats Production. Here we go, y'all. Picasso Way by CEO Spooky King. My poetry is hard to label anyway. I try my best to paint an image in your mind. You know, like the Picasso Way. 
I write like the curves on the painting. I'm even creative like the African tribes that inspired him. Imitating greatness that was already in my DNA. Whew, you know, the Picasso way. My vision is like the colors in the lines. I wrote my words so they will shine in your mind. I wanted to paint an image that will last the test of time. My body may decay away, but my words will always stay. This is what I call the Picasso way. Thank you, Lord, for this gift you have given me. A gift where I can be free. An intertwining moment with poetry and me. Shit so good, it should be on TV. Now this is why I speak. With every stroke of my pen, I build an image. Just like every line on Picasso's painting tells a story of an image that lies before your eyes. My soul guides my hand with the same creativity of my ancestors. The same ancestors that sparked the creativity of Picasso. So, in theory, I'm not copying Picasso. I'm copying from my ancestors. This time, it will not be stolen, but it will bear my own name. And nope, this would never be Picasso's way. Thank you.
Hello, how y'all doing out there, beautiful people? It's Mr. CEO, Smokey Keen, and I want to talk to you today about T-Line Beast Production. That's my baby. That's my beautiful child right there. Because you know why? Every time you see me on the T-Corner, T-Line Beats Production. Every time you see me on T-Corner Live, T-Line Beats Production. Every time you see me do my poetry and it's presented to you crystal clear, yes, it is on the banner of T-Line Beats Production. And I'm extending this offer to you, my beautiful audience. Yes, I want to bring T-Line Beats Production into your household into your environment and you know if you're looking to start your own podcast come on holler at me okay and i get you i can help you get started so once again that is t-line beast production and you know what this ceo spoken king signing out
What up, everybody? How y'all doing, man? Thank y'all for tuning into today's episode. Yes, and like I like to end all my episodes, I want to wish y'all peace, love, blessings to y'all happy homes. And until next time, this is CEO Smoking King signing out. But but I want to leave y'all with this: if you keep on asking for more, more will come. And if you believe that you are worth more, more will show. If you believe that you can do more, more will arrive. And guess what, baby? That is an upgrade to what you used to be. And today, I want to send this beautiful message to everybody that's going through mental um, depression. Like, I don't care. Whatever you're going through in life. Remember one thing, you are beautiful, you are worthy, and you are worth it. Until next time, y'all, this is CEO Spoken King signing out. One love, one dream, let's go. Let's all reach our goals in 2022, 2021, 2023, let's do it. And you know what, I can't even leave this, I can't even leave this podcast without a salute. So, peace, love, blessings, y'all. CEO Spoken King, out.